before him. Do we all believe that with me? So let's pray. Lord, we just want to bless you for the support we receive from your servants, the wife, and the church all together. We have really thanked God so much on behalf of this church and your servant this morning when we wake up. Thank you, both. Thank you for your presence with them in this place. Thank you for how far you have helped them. Thank you for where they are, and thank you for where you are taking them to. Thank you because your purpose concerning this place still remains to be the same, and nothing can change it. Because of this, we worship you, we honor you, and we bless you. Accept our thanks and praises in the mighty name of Jesus. The new time we are going to spend in your word, we pray that we take control, touch the heart of your people, break any yoke in our lives, bless us in a, in a marvelous way. Thank you, Lord, because you are going to do so. For we pray in Jesus' name. Let's do Psalm 68, verse 19. Um, and I want us to read uh, NIV, uh, the way he put it. I want to call my message, God, our burden bearer. God, our burden bearer. Okay, bless be Lord. Bless be the Lord who daily loaded us. That is not, that is old King James. Do we have another fashion we can put on the on the screen? Or somebody can just read it in his hand. NIV or amplify. Any of the two. Whether NIV or the amplify, somebody can just read for me. I will appreciate it. Yes, thank you, sir. As God is the God who saves. Yes. From the suffering of the Ah, say 19, Mokwini. Say 19, Leka. No, 19, Monique Kata. Praise be to the Lord. Uh huh. Uh huh. Who daily bears our body. Who daily bears our body. This one said, He daily loaded us with benefits. But that place said, he bears our burdens. Uh, we have about three relationships with God. And we can find that one in the book of Psalm 100. The first relationship we have with God is that God is our creator. He created us. And he's not only our creator alone. He's the creator of the whole universe. And because God created the whole world, I want to tell you that God is responsible to the whole world. There is a person in the, I think Psalm 115 said, you strength forth your hand and you fulfill the desire of every, every living thing. Are you getting me? He cater for all, he care for all, he feed all, he's responsible for all. Even it's not human being alone. Talk of any talk of any creation, because he created them, and he must be responsible for them. Are you getting that? Number, eh? And let's read Psalm one hundred, because that will that will 
We are going to see it there. Psalm 100. Let's read Psalm 100 and look at it. Psalm 100. Are we, are we in Psalm 100 now? Okay. Can you help me to read it? Uh, mommy, we, do we read first 3 and 4? Or first 4, yes? Mm-hmm. 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 Read verse 2. First thing, Monica, so now know that the Lord is God. The reason why he says, Search for joy, uh, I don't know the person I'm reading now, Search for the jo Search for joy to the Lord, all your hearts, worship the Lord with gladness, come before him with joyful songs. What's the reason? Know that the Lord is God. He put two words together in that place. Lord God. Are you getting me now? When Christ came to the world, you cannot remember read it in the New Testament. You are where you are going to see Lord God again. So the Lordship has been given to Jesus. Are you getting what I'm trying to say now? Are you getting, But here we see the Lord God. That means when you are anytime you use you, use, you make mention of any the word Lord. The Lord means owner. Are you getting me now? He's talking to God that the reason why you need to start before him, worship him, because he's the Lord God, is the creator, is your creator, is the owner, is your owner. He owns you. You don't, you don't determine the place to be born. He, det he determines it. You don't, you don't determine who is going to burn you. He determines it. You don't determine the, con the country you are going to be born. He determines it. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? The way we see you today, whether you are black or dark or white, or talk of anything, whether you are sorts, are you getting many? Whether you are beautiful, or you are not beautiful, no matter what you can call, what you can talk about today, it is God that created you like that. That is the way he wants you to be. So, he's our creator. He owns everything. He owns us. And that's number one. What is number two said? The number two now said, we are his people. You, I want you to look at that. Because this psalm is talking about Israel. It's not talking about the whole world. But now, we that we are Christians, we also can call ourselves the people of God. So that's another relationship. First relationship, our God is our creator. The second relationship is our, we are his what? His people. Are you getting me now? How do we become his people? Because we gave our life to Jesus. The Bible says, as many as believe in, in him, to them gave ye power to, to do what? To become the sons of God. Jesus is son of God by begotten. We are sons of God by adoption. So we are adopted to God's family through Jesus Christ. Are you getting what I'm trying to say now? So we are, we are, we are children of God by adoption. 
And I want to tell you that all what Jesus has right to is all, all of them you have right to too. If you can stand, if you can, if you can maintain your stand before God. As you get what I'm trying to say now. So, if, so that's number two. Number three, God is our shepherd. He talk about sheep and shepherd in that place. Abi, can you What is verse? Uh, I think we are reading verse three, Abi. Uh -huh. And the sheep of his pastor. The sheep of what? Of his, of his pastor. We are sheep of his pastor. How many of you know that Jesus said we are? He called us his own sheep. Are you the, are you sheep of are you sheep of Jesus? Are we sheep of Jesus? I want you to talk. Are we sheep of Jesus? Let me say something to you. Sheep have just only two power. Say to somebody beside you like that. Eh? We are ever, do you, where, have you ever seen sheep where they are fighting? They have no horn to fight. Is that one true? Eh? It's animal that is weak. Are you getting what I'm talking about? It's very weak. But so Bible never compare Christian with goats. You know, are you, you know, goat is very stubborn. So God did not have any God did not have any stubborn child. Are you getting what I'm saying now? If children of God, if they are one million, it is easy for you to, to, to lead them. Because you can because anything you say to them, as 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 long as that what you say to them is the word of God, is the will of God, they are just to, they are just to follow. They will follow. Are you getting me now? But if if it is set of goats, you gather together and you have just only ten people. Uh, ten, ten, uh, ten goats together. You know what is going to happen? So, we are a sheep and we have, we have just only two power. Tell me, ask me what is the number one power. Sheep can discern. My sheep hear my voice and they follow me. As I'm speaking to you now, if I'm a genuine man of God and you are a sheep, you should be able to discern. You are able to say, he is a man of God. It's not it, it, that will never happen when I give myself different names. Are you getting me now? And I come to you with a special, special something. But you should be able to dis, define this, the voice. This is the voice of my of, of my Lord, of my Master. I think I have. We have up to two or three people who have crossed to our church. One is his assistant general of Asia. He came. And he, read his, and he said, his, when he came, he submitted himself to become a member. Another also came. Another also came. And majority of them, they just hear me on the, they hear me on the hair. And they think, I think this is the voice of a shepherd. <laughs> if I want to serve, if I'm ever minded to if I really want to serve God, I think it's better for me to be here. Second power of a sheep 
he has a mouth to cry. And that is the purpose of prayer. When the sheep get lost, you will see him crying. How many of you remember that David, David said in his word, the day I cry, my enemy will turn back. Are you getting me now? So, God give you mouth to speak, to cry, to talk. God is not moved by your crying. What I'm talking about crying, by your weeping. There are some of us we are, we are filled with what I call self-pity. You want people to pity you. Say that we never pity anybody. Say that we don't, we don't ever have mercy on anybody. Because if he has mercy on you, he wastes he waste, he waste it. Because he cannot, he, the reason why he cannot have mercy is because he, cannot, he, he, also can, he himself cannot receive mercy. You don't get the point. And the purpose, or the reason why I need to have mercy on, on people, on you, is because every day, every time when I'm praying also, I also am crying for mercy. Are you getting me now? But Satan cannot receive mercy from God. So as you are coming for a program this week, if your work did not, did not uh, uh, hinder you, we are coming to cry to God. We are coming purposely to pray for ourselves. We are coming to commit everything that remains in our lives into the hands of the Lord. Are you getting me? Don't draw back. Are you getting me now? Because your success will affect all of us. And your problem will affect all of us. So let's come together. Let's cry to God. Let's seek the face of the Lord. Let's believe God for something impossible in our life. Let's come together and say, Lord, we know with you all things are possible. And we want you to make this thing possible for me this week. And when you are coming, come with your faith and trust God for impossibility in your life. Am I still speaking to somebody? Eh? So, what, I, I think I talk about three things that about God. Number one is our what? Number two. Number three. We are sheep. It's our shepherd. Can you remember Psalm 23 for me? Let, let's put Psalm 23 on the, on, the, on, the, on the screen. Yes? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be want. Praise the Lord. Why? Why? Because he's my shepherd. The creator of the heaven and the earth is my shepherd. The one the Bible talks about as a, a wura. Are you getting me now? Eh? He said, it's with him. Eh? It's my 
silver and gold belongs to him. The one that David said to make someone great is from his hand. The one that opened and no man can sort again. Are you getting me now? The man, the person or the God that helped you to where you are today, we still, we still even is ready also to help you the more. Because I don't, I, I don't know anybody who can tell me here that since the time I've been serving God, he never have any answer to any prayer before. And that's to encourage you to pray more. Am I, am I talking to you now? And that is the God we are serving. Is my shepherd. I shall not be want. Yes? Uh-huh. What did he say again? He maketh me to lie down in a green pastors. Praise the Lord. Who do that for him? How, 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 how did it all happen? Because a shepherd will always lead the sheep. So we are going to get what we call pastors. If a place, I mean, you know that uh, one of the problems of Nigeria today is this problem of the cow people. Have you, have you get me now? You see them, they move from one place to another looking for what their animal is going to eat. Is that one true? Eh? Are you getting me now? Looking for what they are going to eat. After they have ate, too, they will still be looking for river or water. Where they are going to drink water. And that is what God is unto us. There are burdens God doesn't want you to bear, but you are bearing the burden that not belongs to you. Some people say, I don't, I cannot sleep unless I use a. Uh, Sleeping dose, Abby, or tablet. Why? Why? What is your problem? Because you are carrying a burden that not belongs to you. Are you going to say now? Let me say this one too. Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. Then where lies your problem? If this church is going to grow, the growth of this church will come from God. He's the, he's the only one that can bring members. So, but when people are looking for a way out, they started doing so many things to bring people. Instead of them to depend upon God. Anything you are going to become in this place belongs to God alone. And I do say to people, I said it always in the church. Even when you become anything that God you want you to become, if that thing is good, you are still even, you are even become something, uh, what are you called? Bad thing. If, uh, uh, what are you calling it now in Nigeria, who is ruling Nigeria today, our president now, if God did not want him to be there and the man is there, he will never do good. The only thing you are going to see about sheep is 
A sheep is a follower. Say to somebody that like that. And that is the reason why we have pastor in the church. I think your father in the house can be a very example for you to follow. Because when you are talking in terms of working experience or working in this country and being successful, you know he's successful. Am I talking to somebody? Then you should follow that suit. One of the things that happen in, my, in the church at home is that uh, everybody knows that, that pastor love education. I think education has taken away my, I think he has, he will take up to 40% out of my money. I'm not talking about my children alone. And you will see the way people are educated in our church, you will be surprised. Because they know, I talk about it, when you finish your school start, ask for your results. Any, just anybody in the church. I study your results. I can tell you the course you can do with your results. I can tell you the university you can go with your results. I will ask you to come to my house, come and prepare. And so on and so forth. Are you getting me now? So when you have a spiritual leader that he can be an example to you in anything, and you want to be successful too in your life, follow that suit. When my son wants to enter universities at a tender age, because he graduated at the age of 20, when he's going, if he's here this morning, I will ask him. What I told him is that uh, your lecturer can make you and they can destroy you. Listen to them. And follow them. Are you, am I, are you get what I'm trying to say now? When they are rebelling in school, don't join. Up to today, you still have people that are still tutoring him. They are still tutoring him. And they want to do something, you say, I call my ogre. I talk to my boss. He says, I should wait. He says, I should be patient. I said to people, I said, you don't, you don't know where you are going. Jesus, it is only Jesus that knows where he's taking you to. And he asks you to follow him. You don't get the point. You don't know where you are going. Even heaven that we are talking about, you don't know the place. Somebody came down from that place. Are you getting, are you getting what I'm saying? And he come and laid his life, his life down for us. And he said, if you want to go to that heaven, do what? Follow me. When I'm preaching at, uh, in Nigeria, and it occurs. Some, some of, the, some of my, 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 my ministers say, I'm not so now. I say, if you know I'm not qualified to pastor, you don't come to this church. Look for church that you think when they speak to you, they are, you are going to listen. Because every church you see, 
God associates blessing with every church. Am I talking to God? There's a blessing with every man of God. But that, that blessing can only come when you listen. You know, the Bible says in the book of Isaiah, at this top, uh, after Isaiah 1.19, he said, if you willing and be obedient, you are going to reap the fruit of God of the land. He said, eat the, the good of the land. The good of the land. So if you want to reap the good of this place, then you must be willing. And you must be obedient. Before you can reap the fruit of the land. As somebody who traveled to U.S. in those days, through lottery, and when they got, when they got there, they stayed with a doctor. And that man said to them that the uh, lottery that you, you, you do that brought you to this place, okay? well, you both that brought you to do this place, they don't want you to do good work, good work here. They want to make you a slave. I will advise you, go and do it. Go and do a nurse. And the man came from at, at, you have heart, you have commercial, and you have uh, science. You know that heart is very far to come to, to science. Animals, you need to go and do this. And the man is, is, over, is over 40. Am I, get, am I talking to somebody? He's running to 50. And he started nursing. He says, sometimes I will be crying. But the man says, that is only that can sustain you in this country. But any good job here, they will not give you. Do you know that they are doing well here? But they brought two people from Nigeria. They adopted two children from Nigeria. One from the wife's side. The second one from the uh, husband's side. When they go to the U.S., they refuse to be serious. They do all what they can do. They don't serious. They have no certificate at, of, 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 as I'm talking to you. And they have spent like 10 years there. They have sent them away from the house. Anybody that's a, that is leading, you need to look at him. Consider his life. Consider his purpose for ministry. And you get the point. And if you see, this, this, this is a person I can follow. Uh, even before you do anything, I will consult my pastor. I will hear what that is going to say about this. You don't, you don't idolize him. You just want a counsel. Because the Bible says, in the multitude of counseling, there is safety. What do I say? In the multitude of what? Of counseling. That's what? There is safety. Another place said, with cancel, you are going to win the war. Don't see a church as just a place just to worship and go out. No, it's more than that. Because anybody around me knows that their pastor wants the welfare, welfare of everybody, the growth of everybody, 
success of everybody, prosperity of every everybody. And if I'm not talking to you, I know you are not, you are not listening. How can that one happen? And the same thing applies to God. It's your body in bearer. But you know what happened about God? Uh, brother, Praise the Lord. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing what I'm trying to say? Are you hearing what I'm trying to say? Is what's on the no? But I want you to see this. <laughs> so I want you to see this more clearly as you are going. If you want to enjoy God, follow your pastor. Are you are you given under the now? Just for because it's to lead. It's not to enforce anything on you. I don't dare, I don't, I don't are you getting me now? It's not to manipulate manipulate uh, you. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's not to entice you to do anything, but it's to provide leadership for what? For you. Let me, let me, for instance, now. Let's say you are, Allah, sit down. Let's say you are, you are trusting God for mortgage in this country now. You know that your pastor has experience in that. Am I talking to somebody? Am I right? Eh? And I know in the before, he has helped more than three, four people in this church. But if you now fall into the hands of somebody that just, and you are attending this place, and eventually you fall into the hands of bad joy, I mean, what are you calling it? 419. Because I've saw somebody in this country that fought into the hands of 419. Are you getting me now? They took money from him. And the mortgage is not. Uh, they, they, are, you, are you getting me now? Uh, the pastor will now say, ah, but when you want to start, uh, start it, when you are planning for it, why you propose it? Why do you not tell me? As I guide you, the way to do it. And that is what God is to us. Let me speak a little bit more, then we, we round up. I think the husband and wife has come. So, praise the Lord. Psalm 55, verse 22. Psalm 55, verse 22. Cast your burden upon the Lord. Why? Is your burden bearer? And it's a sustained dish. It's a never suffer the righteous to be moved. But what do you want to use there? Cast your burden. When we now come to 1 Peter 5 7, what do you say? What did 1 Peter 5 7 say to us? 1 Peter 5 7. God, our burden bearer. Let's read it together. 
And you know that there's a full elite two full stop there. Avec on this is a big color length for you. Avec on elite full stop there. That make that little full stop. I want you to think about it. Cast all your care upon him. That is your own part. Your past is to your part is to cast your burden. For he cared for you. That is God's part. When you have disobedient children, children never belongs to you. All children belongs to God. Am I talking? Hey, that belongs to that. loma. So, cast your body. Talk to God about it. And you know, one of the things we don't do in prayer, eh? when you want to start praying sometimes, don't cover your failure. If you are missing somewhere, if you don't do what you're supposed to do, say, God, I know. I, have a, I know I'm the one that caused this. So it is not you. But have mercy on me. Save me from this. I know you are, be, you are, you are speaking to me about it before I started, but I choose to follow another path. But I come back today. Come and have mercy on me. Remember I told my wife this morning, I said... I discovered that patient heals so many things. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Anything you are speaking to anybody today and he refuses to listen to you, just be patient. Patient will solve that problem. Sometimes when we are when you are talking to people and people do not listen to you, God is speaking to us, we don't listen to God. God will just be looking at us. After we have gone for like two or three, four years, we are now going to realize what God is saying. Am I talking? And we say, God, I've missed it. Help me. And that's the reason why time and patience are working together. They are friends. Time and patience are friends. Are <laughs> you getting me now? Because if I speak the truth to you today, I say, don't talk to me again. I should not, be, I should not take offense. I, should, I just need to be patient. Maybe two or three years or four years, you are going to realize that ah, what uh, that pastor told me that time that I asked him to sort out to sort up his uh, his mouth. It's true. You know that there are some things our parents told us when we are young that we don't listen. We are telling our children now too. Is that one true? Eh? We are telling them too. And you do you, that you never have children. You are still going to tell your children tomorrow too. Because you don't listen when they are speaking to you. You don't want you to have error, but you don't listen. Don't go that path. Don't go that way. You don't listen. Are you getting me now? After you have went that way, and you see, and now you realize, you say, ah, my way will not, will not, will not be far like this, so if I've listened to my father. So when God is speaking to us so many times, we need to have a listening here. How many of you know that Children, they have their own they have their own hair. Or Malay TTL. Paul is often Timothy. Also, I want to enjoy this. 
Tell you about the little yoma, Nino Ungbubu. It's your mawasa. It's your malidewa. When you talk to anybody that is your child, they have their own what? Eh? They have their own here. How many of us believe that God loves us more than the way we love ourselves? I spoke to my son one day. <laughs> he looked at me. Okay, what have I tried to say? Muni, come. I love you more than the way you love yourself. Muni, yes, I love you. So if I'm telling you anything, just, be, just know that my father loves me than the way I love myself. If I don't want you to have your own way, it's because I love you. That's this was I discussed with one of my sons of recent. When, when, when we are arguing, I say, it's because you are my son. If you are not my son, I'll just leave you to do what you want to do. But he will still, he will still come and fall back on me as a father. Anybody that you know, he have your best interest in heart. Say to somebody like that. Eh? It's not, it's not trying to rebook you. Are you getting me? Because of his own selfish uh, hand. It's because that person have your best interest in heart. He will be hand to you hardly, toughly. Discipline you the way you don't want. Are you getting me now? But you know, my mother, my father have my best interest in heart. Listen to him or listen to her. It's, this thing may be too harsh for you. The way it's descending upon you may be too harsh for you. Are you get what I'm trying to say now? But you know that this man has my best interest in heart. And I know that any genuine pastor must have the best interest of all his members in heart. Because when you are blessed, your pastor is blessed. Am I talking to, some, am I talking to somebody? Somebody has came to me for one day. He came to Abekuta to come and look for support. And the man he went to, to go and look for support, the man disappointed him. And he came to my office. I said, you came from Ijebubo to my office. I said, okay, what happened? He never had money to even travel back to Ijebubo again. And one of the successful church in Abekuta, even most successful church in Abekuta, he came to the overseer. And the man did not even give him transport fare to go back. I said, where are you? Why do you need to leave Ijebubo to Abekuta? I said, how many members do you have in that church? He said, five. I said, that five. Go and sit down with them. Well, I said to him, the only proof of your ministry, if you are, if God calls you, ah, they are poor. Eh? God knows they are poor before God said, God put them to God. God said, God sent them to you now. Am I, am I talking to somebody? He knows the position they have. But you know you can help them. That is why I send them to you. Don't run for them. Stand with them. Pray for them. Minister to them. Disciple them. I think about two or three, about two or, or second year, he came and come and thanked me back. Your own child is coming. Your own child is coming. 
For now, as you are looking at this, uh, as this child is a burden to the parent. But tomorrow is going to become a blessing to them. Member can become a burden to the pastor when you started. I give my members money. I send their children to school. Are you getting what I'm saying? One of them, I think, one of them that live with me when they want to do their secondary school. Uh, twins, brothers. Taiwan, kind of. I want my daddy, man. What the man be? Who is a doctor? When, when I left home, one of my, uh, our pastor in Anna, one of the centers, what can you And they said, he's going to do operation of over 500,000. And they called me here. I said, okay, send him to Taiwo. He's a doctor. He's a surgeon. Send him to Taiwo. And he sent him to Taiwo. Taiwo looked at it. And he said, they are going to do the operation. And after he finished the operation, I said to him, how much are we paying? He said, it's for Jesus. But he has lived with me. He said, no, 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 sir. No, sir, no money. That one is for God. He said, okay, Jesus has paid. Are you getting what I'm trying to say now? But sometimes, what are they? They are burdened. But today, what are they become? They are blessing. You may come to church without anything. But if you follow the instruction, they come for prayer, you come. You, you come. They come for this, you come. You are committed to that church. When God is going to bring a change, it's going to affect you. And a church where they will give you money to go home, it become a place where, 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 you, where you can give 1,000 pounds, 2,000 pounds at a time. And that's what, what God, God is going to do for you. Are you getting what I'm saying now? We may not be a big church today in terms of numbers. But God don't care about numbers. He cares about qualities. Am I talking to somebody among us? He don't care about members. Do you know that God can bless just a person among us here that he can be doing what other people cannot do? I think I have about six stations ministering on radio. Because if I ask church to be supporting me and I'm paying over uh, almost two million quarterly, and I thought to be supporting me. What did you come and do But I know I have somebody that is, he called him yesterday. Talked to me yesterday. Every month he sent to me under 100,000. You know that 100,000 ultimate means. That's become 400,000 naira. And in that station, I'm paying over 300 and something thousand there in Lagos. And he will send the money. If I want to thank him, don't thank me. So, it is possible for you, for God to bless individual. It's not, do you know that a single person among you can buy a place to use for this church? I'm, I, don't, I don't hear somebody say something. Do you all believe that? Don't, don't mind population. 
Just be serious. Be committed. Know what you are doing. And see what God is going to do. And I want to end up my message. Do you know you are not waiting for God? God is waiting for you. <laughs> am I talking to somebody? What am I saying? You are not waiting for God. Are you getting me now? I think Precious is not here. It's, it's out now. Maybe we'll eat it. Sorry, I want to use it as an example. Let's say Daddy have a, a car. He wants Precious to use. Are you getting me now? A car that he has a dream car for her. Can Daddy buy that car for her now? Uh, down near. Why? We see, we, it is Daddy who is waiting for her. It is, it is the person that is waiting for Daddy or Daddy is waiting for her. So if you are not mature, the blessing you are praying for will not come. Am I talking to somebody? Because if you are blessed as you are here, you can even become, but God can become your brother. Say brother God. Because they are going to see a kind of arrogant, pride, headiness. You know there are some people, just because they left Nigeria and come to London, yeah, you know what they have become? Like say, Nigeria, like say London is a, is a, is a heaven that God is taking us to. Are you get what I don't say. I want you arrogant. Now, and the blessings not there, the money is not there. Just because only katike is to katike with miraga. What are we if the real money now come to your pocket? What is what do you think is going to happen to us? A lot of the king in the Bible, you see them, when they become king and strong, what are they going to do? They become so arrogant, proud, and speaking like say they are God. And I want to tell you, God associates blessing with humility. Am I say something to somebody? And I want to tell you, Ability relates with obedience. Humility relates with submission. Are you getting what I'm saying now? And I want to tell you, the more you come down, the more God will raise you up. The more you humble yourself under the power of God the more God is going to raise you up. The more you say to God, I'm nothing, the more God is going to make you something. So God is looking at people he can, he can trust for something. Are you getting what I'm saying? People that he can, God can trust, he's looking for them. Are you going to be one of them that God can depend upon? That God can trust for, for, for anything. You're going to be one of them. Let's stand up.
God, I know you are my burden bearer. Release all your anxiety to God. Leave everything to him. Just forget about it. I don't know, I'm not, I'm not a medical, medical personnel, but I, I always remember a story in my lifetime. There is a woman who married, she's a cantant. She married a Muslim. And he said, that Muslim, they are, they are strong Muslim. You know, you know a Muslim married many wives. And he's the only daughter of, the, of, the, of, of her own mother too. And they have no children. I don't understand. The husband saw that this woman always is filled with anxiety. She's not a happy woman. Every day. He just be, he's, he, you know what? And the, the husband is working in a hair company. The money is there. This woman is not looking, hey, this man is going to go and marry another woman. No. And then one day, the man just discovered that. And the man now studied a birthday, a birthday, a birthday day, one day, in one year. You know what the man do? Without knowing, the man went and bought clothes for her. He go and prepare somebody to prepare dish for the birthday. He invited all their friends to come to their house. Are you get the point now? After the man has done that, maybe around four o'clock, <laughs> the woman just saw people entering to their house. Where are you coming from? What is happening here today? Before you look at it, somebody has brought cake, food, everything. Ah, ah, celebration in the house. And they dine together, they eat together, they were happy. She's so happy that so I never lose this man, sir. <laughs> so this man is still with me in my pro in my problem, Abby. Ah. Our sister told me that the moment everybody goes, the man just take the hand of the wife. As he took her to bed. And they have sex. He said that day when they having sex, the woman is not thinking about having babies. He's thinking about, I want to replace my, I want to, I want to, I want to pay back. I, I don't know whether I, you get the little I'm trying to say. You just want the husband to enjoy her. Wow. And that is what become preg- that one that that is what become pregnancy. Don't move you here. The anxiety is no more there. From that day, I know anxiety is one of the problem that delay died bad. And the son they brought forth that day, his his brilliance is is too even excessive. And they have two they have two kids. And the man never married another wife. The Bible says, be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, make your request be known to God. And the peace of God that passes all understanding will keep your mind. Let your mind be at peace, at rest. The Lord is there. This week, the Lord is going to surprise somebody among us. Are you going to be the one? Eh? The, Lord, the Lord is going to change your status. 
Are you going to be the one? The Lord is going to fit it you the way he never fitted you before. He's going to be the week of your change. Do you all believe that? Let's start, let's, let's start in thanking God. That this week is going to be our week. It's going to be our week. It's going to be the week of, uh, of this church. God is going to do something new this week. Let's continue thanking God. Thank God, thank God, thank God, thank God. Thank God because it's your time. It's your season. Your time has come. My own time has come too. The Lord is going to surprise me. The Lord is going to surprise you. The Lord is going to honor me. And the Lord is going to honor you too. In Jesus' name we pray. The last prayer, release your anxiety to God. Release it. Go to your knees and release it to God. Just release everything to God. Tell, be specific. Don't tell God, this is what I'm, this is my anxiety. This area, this is where my fear lies. I have a fear because of this, because of my head, because of my situation. I have a, there's a fear in my heart. But I'm releasing everything. Release everything to God and trust God. This week will be your week. No matter what you need, release it to God. Release it to God. God will be there for me and you this week. I, I trust God for something miraculous. I trust God for something miraculous for every individual that will gather together this week by the name of Jesus. It's a week of change for everybody. God will have mercy on this church. God will have mercy on his servant and his family. Thank you, Lord, because you are faithful. In Jesus' name, we pray. Let's stand up. Okay. Okay. Hallelujah. What a message today. What a powerful message. Please. This week is a week of change. It's a proper week of change. Job said, what I fear most has come upon me. Job 3.25. Let's say, Daddy has just finished preaching about it. Cast those burdens upon him. Bring those burdens to church. You know, the good thing is, when I see change in anybody's life, God always reminds me he brought me from nothing. Hallelujah. I say something to you. Why I, I wear so many shoes? Is I grow up not knowing how to wear shoes. Hallelujah. I grow up, I went to secondary school. They bought me a shoe in my form one. Those of you who went to school recently doesn't know what they call form one. You know GSS one. The shoe they bought for me in form one was only able to size me from four, four years later. It was so big, about four sizes bigger than me. So it's like a flying boat. When I'm in the assembly, I put it down, I enter the boat, and I stay there. When the assembly is over, I come out of the boat, I put it in my bag. It was brand new till I got to form four. 
from four, it became my son. I wore it for my five years in secondary school. Hallelujah. Uh, it's not that it was the best shoe. It's because it didn't size me. So when I grow up, I now realize, no, I need to wear shoes. My first tennis shoes was when I entered secondary school. That's when I wear what they call uh, campus. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord, the, a change is coming, no? A big change is coming. I was telling, you see, my daughter was telling. We went for youth camp. In, uh, state, I mean, the Ossetian youth camp. And I told my mother to buy me socks that I used to play football. And they bought me women tight. You know women tight. And I wore it. And I was playing basketball. I still have the picture of it. I won't show you anybody. I didn't even allow my wife to see it the day I saw it. I kept it. It was a pink color. Women tight. And I was so proud of it. We already need to play basketball. I mean, playing uh, volleyball. Hallelujah. Amen. And that is what she loves about me then. I appear in strange colors. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. This week we are coming. 